This episode is sponsored by Full Bucket Veterinary Strength Supplements. Use promo code CHATFIELDS to receive 20% off your first order from Full Bucket Veterinary Strength Supplements. Welcome to this episode of Chats with the Chatfields. This is a podcast to expand your idea of what impacts veterinarians, pet owners, and basically all animal lovers in the galaxy as humans. We're your co-hosts. I'm Dr. Jen the Vet. And I'm Dr. Jason. And if you have not yet subscribed to our show, why not? Just go to chatfieldshow.com and subscribe today. And if you want to reach us, you can find me with any message of love and positivity at jen at chatfieldshow.com. And for everyone else that has real messages, real questions, you can reach me at jason at chatfieldshow.com. Okay, into the chat room we go. I always say that with such gusto, right? You do. You want that yes, come reach me with some real questions. Save the world. Real messages. <laughs> As if that's what you're doing on a daily basis, Jason, is saving the world. All right. I'm sorry. I digress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You do. But that's okay. Everyone has a superpower. Yep. So uh, today I'm I'm kind of excited. So th- this is we're so this is gonna be an episode in our series that's called Them's, Them's the, the Rules. Rule. Them's the rules. Not yeah. Not Dems the rules. That would be bad. No. Them with the T H, right? Them's, Them's the rules. The rules. Gotcha. Yes. All right. We're not bending the rules. No. We're Nothing stating like them that. as they are. We're talking about the rules. And so, because uh, you know I do love rules. Yeah? So you know where you're going to break them? Is that why you like them? No. Or how far to push it? Or I like, I, like to know, I like to know where the lines are. Yeah, we have to have order. We have to have some rules. It's, yes. it's, it's an unfortunate fact of life. We have to have rules. It is. I love that you just said order because today's guest, um, uh, I'm excited about for multiple reasons. But today, today into the chat room, we have, we have an expert in rules. Thank goodness, because it wasn't going to be me. It is, <laughs> it sure. is definitely not you, but uh, but she's an expert in all kinds of rules, and uh, so her name is Stephanie Shipley, and she is with wait for it, Paw and Order. I love it. I love I it. I know. I right. know. I won't steal her thunder. She should come on and tell us all about what's That's happening. That's right, Stephanie. Get in the chat room. Welcome. <laughs> How are you? You know what? If I was any better, I'd have to be you guys. But, oh. I mean, that's that's oh, fantastic. What? <laughs> I am so excited to be in the chat room. I like oh. I and and by all of our email message, like I'm just like I want to be in this chat room. I need to be there. So we are fired. We are definitely fired up to have you. That's right, and I, we need you here because you need definitely to bring some pollen order to Dr. Jason. That's right. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Sorry, we'll lay down them rules. That's okay. Fine. I need them. <laughs> That's right. Okay. 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 So we have so we have pawn order, but first, so first, we always have to like get everyone like familiar with who it is that's sitting on our proverbial couch here in the chat room. So Stephanie Shipley, Stephanie, you're coming to us from an international locale, are you not? I, I am. I am on the east coast of Canada. So I'm okay. in a province of New Brunswick, and. Uh, we, you know, it's a little bit on the rural side. It's a little bit on the slower side and we kind of like it that way. And the dogs like it that way. So we're happy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, Wait, you're from, you're from Canada. I am. Uh, okay. True so north, strong and free. 
and that's no, no, nothing following every sentence with a none of that stuff. That's a total misconception. You know, are you are I, you going to come through the screen and choke me now, or what's happening? No, I'm going to toss it somewhere oh. in this next in this segment. I will toss in an a, uh, <laughs> maybe a, maybe a toque. <laughs> there you go. For those of you who don't know what a toque is, what is a toque? Uh, the, what is the, a toque? Re, wow, really? really yeah, okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a winter I know, hat. Eh? It's a winter hat. Ooh. Oh, 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 okay. We, we also precede words like uh, some, it's like some hot out. So we do that a lot. Um, okay. We love it. We, apo- we think it's I will great. apologize. I will apologize over and over. Just For to make what? you guys feel comfortable. Exactly. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. You all guys right, are super nice, do. right? We just apologize for everything. So, uh, so I'll, I'll throw in some Canadianism. You know, Z versus Z. That's yes. important. Process, yes. process. Yes, oh, there this is so things. good. You're so self-aware. That's really I great. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. So, you know, I have a lot of uh, friends in the United States, uh-huh. and uh, I've just learned these over the. the so I will, I will throw in a few. Okay, token we, Canadian we have to prove that you. you're actually from Canada. If you don't yes. use all that stuff, you're not right. It's totally fake. It's <laughs> some hot out a. I, I can throw that in. <laughs> okay. No that's need all, for your toque. That's a whole no need for your toque. It's some hot out a. Right there, so, you go. Uh, Are you from Canada, so, Jen? All right. As long as everybody's feeling more comfortable with the Canadianisms, I'm yes. good with that. We're, we're okay. ready to roll. Ready we to can now out. we can now understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> right. So we'll get there. Okay. So uh, I I do appreciate that you uh, have your own like little your own type of vernacular there, but like what is Paw and Order and where did that come from? Because it's so clever. It's it's my baby. Pawn Order <laughs> is my birth child. So. <laughs> So Pawn Order is my brick and mortar facility where we do dog boarding, okay. doggy day camp, and private training, group training, and behavioral modification. So that's my and we've been going for you know twelve years. Pawn Order wow. has been in existence. Did you say private training, group training, and behavior modification? Correct. So yeah. do you have a slot for Dr. Jason or? Dr. Yeah, Jason. it's for dogs and cats and everything else. You know, Come on, I not used for to, humans. I used to say we only do the the four legged, but I, I mean that's not that's not true. I mean I I rescued and sheltered two legged dogs and cats. Oh, so, great! So I'm not opposed to the bipeds. I'm just I'm just <laughs> opposed to the ones that speak. Well, my only my only my only requirement is that, is there a chance I'd be top of my class? If there's a chance I could be top of my class going to Pond Order, I might I might I might uh, I might think about it. That's tough because we have a lot of shepherds. Competition. Oh my no gosh, good. Jason, did you just hear that? <laughs> yes, she was very serious. She was there was no joking. <laughs> we're not gonna have fun in the chat room oh Oh. my gosh oh come on now yeah uh okay if we're if we're in the chat room we're having a good time right um absolutely i know and i love how you just 100 embrace that today um like gold star uh so okay so power and order and that's your brick and mortar so um that must mean you have something besides that because you said (laughs) that's my brick and mortar but there's something else there is something else so A second organization that I started about five years ago is called Higher Paws. And it is, it is the organization that I do my, I'm a, I'm a certified pet tech first aid and CPR instructor. So I do the courses through there. I'm an international consultant for pet care facilities. So I have 
clients all over North America that I fly to and help them with their wow. operational challenges. Um, how fun is uh, that? Like, how I fun cons- is that? Yeah. I'm a professional public speaker at uh, the IBPSA conference, Atlanta Pet Fair, and I do not necessarily all pet stuff. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm hired by other organizations to do leadership training or so my life before Paw and Order dun, dun, was mm-hmm. human resources for a hospitality company. Oh, and very and runs nice. all, runs all kinds all all the gamut of a ton of stuff. But let me let me get this right. You get a phone call and they say, Hey Stephanie, can you come? We're down here in San Diego, California, and we have a, a doggy daycare, but we don't really know what we're doing. Can you come sh- tell us how we can improve our doggy daycare or how we can yep. improve our training? And 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 you're the, you're the fixer, huh? Yep, I'm the fixer. Ooh, I'm the fixer. fixer. I get on the plane and go down and try to help the. You know, She's when a I real when life I, fixer, I love it. I know, that. right? This is fantastic. Just once you figure out all the answers, I'm like, I don't want somebody else to have to go through all of the time and money <laughs> to you figure out what kind of floor you should put down before right. in a facility. Like, so I'm just yeah. no point you. in reinventing the wheel, correct? Exactly. No. Right. So, no. so exactly. yeah, I'm I love that. Fixer. I love that, and I love so. that you're you're um, willing to share it with other people. Um, that's yeah. like really fantastic, uh, and it's okay. really rare in pet care. It is. <laughs> I don't know what, why. Sh- sharing is really rare in pet care. Yes. Really? Well, yes. except except let's not forget that I do, like infectious diseases my jam. There's a lot of sharing going on in uh-huh. pet care uh-huh. friends like right. <laughs> right. right? Not not in a good way. Yeah, um, in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah, they no. kinda, it's sort of like proprietary. They want to keep everything they being the, not Stephanie people, right? Want to keep it to themselves because they think yeah. it's um, you know, I don't know. So life, we're we're all in this for the pets. Exactly. Health and, and wellness of the pets. And I will tell you, life is not a zero-sum game. Like, there's no rule that says that um, we can't all be successful together at the same time. Exactly. So, uh, so there's so, so towards the Stephanie Shipley part. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, that's what I was getting to. So, so you have so you have pawn order. We have higher paws, yeah. um, and then there's another group that you lead, and that's part of like we're getting to the rules, friend. I was wondering when the rules were coming in. Stephanie's gonna lay the law down here. I know, I know. Yeah. And uh, listeners can't see this, uh, but she's pointing to um, she's got a logo on her shirt because always be branding. And so <laughs> and there she is. It's PAC. Um, so when we can, so tell me, tell me what the PAC stands for. Okay. So PAC, P-A-C-C-C, for those who are listening on uh, your podcast, P-A-C-C-C, yes. the Professional Animal Care Certification Council. That's okay. what PAC is. And we are a group of passionate people. It's very, very near and dear to my heart because the industry is very near and dear to my heart. That's fantastic. So we're going to take a very quick break and then we're going to come back and we're actually going to hear about what is PAC doing. Yeah, she's, we're going to get some more coffee. She's ready for the coffee. She's ready for, oh, for yeah. the coffee. Um, and uh, we might be hearing it right now. Uh, hang with us. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about PAC. So hang with us. With all the fuss happening in the pet food industry, why not invest in something to help guard against digestive health derangements in your pet? Full Bucket's probiotics are formulated by veterinarians to support your pet's normal digestive health. Your pet's gut microbiome is integral to their immune system performance. Why not add Full Bucket's daily dog or daily cat probiotic powder to your pet's daily routine? 
to curate, protect, maintain, and strengthen your pet's microbiome. Visit fullbuckethelp.com today to check out all of their veterinary strength supplements. All right, back in the chat room with Stephanie Shipley, who knows all the answers, um, or at least she's got a good start on them. (laughs) Um, So we're going to get into it here. We're going to talk about what is PAC, what does it mean, what does it do, and should you as a dog owner or a pet owner of any kind, like, should you even know about PAC and what it does? I'm like, I'm, I am unclear at this time. So Stephanie. Tell me what yeah. is Clarify it for Dr. Pack. Jen, the vet, please. All yeah. Right. You know what? Like, okay. All right. Let's lay it down real, really. There's two audiences. There's the pet care people in the industry. So if they're listening, there's a different message over there. And then there's the pet parents, which they have the pets. So they are the most important people. Correct. And the pets are the most important guests. Also right? Like the, where this is all about the pets. So, it is. so yeah, the, the pet parents really need to know what pack is. So pack nutshell version you guys pack is a certifying body we are a tester and stop full stop we are a testing organization we're not for profit we are run by a board of volunteers who work thousands and thousands and thousands of hours every year trying to make sure that people are aware of what pack is Mm -hmm. and how important it is to our industry so you know the pet care industry billion dollar industry yeah. Six billion dollar industry, like with a B, right? Like, like <laughs> that's so, right, <laughs> right. So well, I, I look at that, and it, and people want a piece of that pie, and it's not always people with the best intentions. Mm-hmm. And so in our industry, we see all of these little things popping up all over the place. Like, oh, I can take care of somebody's pet in my home, or I can take care of that. And you know what? They're not qualified to do that. So the pet parent is the one that needs to pay attention because the pet parent is the one struggling to say, okay, if I have Fluffy, how do Mm -hmm. I know you know how to take care of Fluffy? And PAC is the organization that if you, I always say, you know, when I'm at trade shows and stuff, if you know what you're doing as far as pet care and you're good at it, then sit for the PAC exam and prove it. And that way the pet parents know and can differentiate who knows what they're doing and who doesn't? That's a nutshell version of PAC. Yeah, but that's so, super that's super important because you make a great point. There is, and it's not like it's a new industry, right? It's been around nope. for, for a long time, but it is it is a giant industry with lots of money. And where there's money, right, there's typically, you know, some bad, some bad players out there. And so what you're saying is so everybody's clear, it, it's a certifying agency that says we have these rules. These are the rules and you got to follow Those these rules, rules or, or at least keep up these standards, correct? That's right. And so it That's sort of exactly. lets you go think if I'm in, I don't know why I'm thinking about San Diego, but if I'm in San Diego and, and it's a PAC certified place and, I, and I'm traveling to, I don't know, somewhere in Idaho <clears throat> or, or in Canada, and it's also a PAC certified place, you can rest assured that at least, at least they have the same sort of standards from one place to the other, right? It's a unifying sort of that's body right. rather than just all over the place. I think that's important for people to really understand what what that is and it's a really important um uh idea and concept and and fantastic for you guys for doing that yeah well and you know every other industry has some type of certification you know like like dr jen when i see your email you know you've got dvm and dc z or z right (laughs) there you go there's your canadianism so i mean you have these these letters after your name you got them 
they they didn't just mm-hmm. give them to you because right. you went to school. You right. you got them because you sat for a, a final exam and you were successful and you mm-hmm. proved your body of knowledge and they gave you those letters, right? right. That you can to accreditation. Right. So yeah. that's what we do. We, so it's a minimum. So it's a minimum. Ones. It's a minimum standard of care. Right. Yes. And I, I don't say minimum in a bad way. I just say it, it doesn't stop people from doing going beyond that. Right. But it is no question. It's, it's kind of a minimum. I'm guessing like a targeted minimum at which you can assure as best as one can that pets are provided for. That pets are provided for. That uh-huh. your pet care provider is committed to ongoing education and learning through a CEU program. Okay. And here's the kicker: if you want something really important for the pet parent. Like right now, generally speaking, there is no accountability in pet care. Like if your dog got hurt at a doggy daycare, like who do you complain to? A lawyer. Nobody. Like all you you can do is go to a lawyer. Right. And then then I think good luck to you, like maybe. But it doesn't do anything for the next dog. Nope. You know, like, well, no. when you're a, when you're a PAC certified individual, so just to be clear, we don't have facilities that are certified. We have individuals. Individuals. Okay. 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 It is an individual. Um, we are bound by a code of ethics. Ooh. We have a code of, just like a veterinarian has a code of ethics, just yeah. like the doctor yep. takes a Hippocratic oath. Like we have a code of ethics. And one of the statements in our code of ethics is that the welfare of the animal is placed above all other business considerations, all other considerations ever. So if something were to happen in an area with a a PAC certified individual, you can actually complain to PAC and there would be an investigation and that person could lose their certification. So we are actually, PAC is actually, uh, if pet parents listen for a second, because we are the only third party independent certification in the world for pet care, only. Wow, right here in the chat room. Yep, dropping it. That's a super important. We got to get the message out, right? I know. It's not not a club you join, right? It's not you pay your money (laughs) and I'm a member of this. It's actually an accrediting uh, organization. You have a test and you have CE, and that's that's really fantastic stuff. And I like we are the only ones. And so there's there's a continuing education requirement. Like it's not like you just get it one time and that's it. So what does that look like? So here, in order to be. In the pet care industry, people interchange certificate and certification all the time. All the time. So here's the thing. Here's what pet parents need to know and pet care providers who are trying to seek certification. Mm-hmm. In order to actually be certification, true certification, by definition, it needs to be time-bound and have an expiry date. And it needs to be revocable if, if, yeah, you, right. if you break the rules right. Right? Right. or the code of ethics. <laughs> So you can, there's always a threat that if you don't abide by these rules, you could lose your certification. So people are like, you know, pay $200, take my course. At the end of my course, take my test. That's yeah, a certificate. certificate. Right. Which Suitable is for great. framing, but. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and it's a great way to prepare for the PAC <laughs> exam through yeah. education. Yeah. So once you become PAC certified, it's only good for three years. And you have a minimum, wow. yeah, you have a minimum level number of continuing education credits that you need to obtain before you expire in order to renew that. Wow. So, Not before you expire, but before your accreditation right. expires. That's and maybe for, yeah, before well, you expire maybe as well. Who knows? But, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So how long, how, that, you, you, you may have said this already and I apologize, but how long have you guys, uh, how long has PAC been around? 
The first exam, was, we have three levels of exams. Oh, my goodness. Yep, there's wow. three different exams that you can take depending on uh, what role you perform in the organization. But the first ever was um, administered in November of 2016. Okay. Oh, it's uh, new. I sat for that one. Yeah, we're only five years not, old. Yeah, That's but not fantastic. brand new. It's been around for you know for a while. And, no, I mean it's not it's like not last like year. Old, but, but this is great. This is perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The first I was one of the first fourteen people to become certified at the provider level. The first Did, time the the test was ever taken. You wow. had to take the test. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Holy Why would you not have to take the test? Oh, well, it, it would. It would. It would. It would. I mean, uh, you know. Not that's, you got to prove it. Yeah, that's gotta, a gotta, fair. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's like a fair approach. You know, that yeah. you have to take it too. It's not like you're just like, oh, well, I'm grandfathered in, you know, yeah. nope. you got to take the test. Not, talk you got to take the test. Yeah, that's you the gotta fair bit. knowledge. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's international. It's available all over the globe. We just had somebody sit for their operator level in Brazil. Uh, one of our former board members is from Singapore. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's wow. administered third party. So so PAC, the board of directors, we will come up with using subject matter experts to come up with the exam questions. We uh -huh. submit them to a professional testing corporation in New York. They help us make sure there's no bias. That they validate no the test. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And then they administer it through an organization called Prometric, where yep. you can either schedule and go to a testing center, a yep. proctored testing center, or now for the first time, just in June of 2021, we opened up remote proctoring. So wherever you have a stable internet connection, you can have somebody, you still have to check in and do your security checks and somebody will be on your screen mm -hmm. watching you take the test, but it is yep. still proctored. So, so is there a practical component to it? I mean, like, is there, um, because I can know that it's not like wise, intelligent, or like a good thing to do to let Cosette jump off of, you know, a six foot table onto a, a ceramic tile floor, right? I can know that, but, mm -hmm. but realizing how I can safely put her down, right. Whether she wants to be put down or not. Um, and, by, a, and by put down, you mean set down, right? right. Set down. We're using like, all kinds of bad phrases like, here. Oh, that's <laughs> just, so sorry. You know, if we're going to get into linguistics, <laughs> yes. let's, uh, let's semantics are important. Thank you very much. Jason, <laughs> right. do you see this? This is I someone who's pointing out the rules to me. <gasps> I love it. I'm it's fantastic. Like my whole week has just been <laughs> yeah. made. Um, so, but recognizing how to do that appropriately with her because you know i guess because of because i'm a veterinarian right i'm thinking i'm wondering about animal handling and stuff like that so how do you address that or do you in the pack program or credentialing yep how, there, like, what is PAC that is for for animal professionals okay. definition of professional you accept money in exchange for a product yeah. or service 100 it doesn't matter how much money that's right right so right you're professional so um there are prerequisites to sitting for the exam so okay. The, 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 the three levels of examination that we have, we have the operator level, uh -huh. okay, and that's designed predominantly for people who own and operate their own facility or service. doesn't okay. have to be a brick and mortar. Okay. It can be uh, grooming. It can be pet walking, pet Dog sitting. walking. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so there's the owner operator. Then there's the manager level. Okay. So people who work a lot with the animals firsthand, but also manage a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, or the facility itself, mm -hmm. the operation. And then there's the provider level. So that's so those are the people like hands-on, 
you know, getting poop on their sweatshirt every day, you know, right. like that, those, the people that are 99.9% hands on with the animals. Yeah. But there are prerequisites. Like you, you can't just, um, you can't be a pet parent and sit for the pack exam. You need to have like the provider level. You have to have at least a minimum of 400 paid hours in the industry before you can even apply to take it. Oh, interesting. Um, you know, the manager exam has its own set of, you know, you have to be in a, in a leadership position for a minimum of year and have a minimum of, you know, 3,000 hours. Uh, you know, there are re- prerequisites. Hey, you guys aren't playing, right? This, this, is, this, yeah. no. this, this is good this stuff. Is it makes it because it doesn't do any good to have an easy peasy, lemon squeezy situation, right? So you have to have or some exam. stringent starting level. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and people who say, you know what, well, I volunteered at a shelter for five years. Yep. That's not paid. You did not do that professionally. So you did it when it was either convenient or maybe you even committed to a, a structured schedule and that's great, but you're yep. not a paid professional. This yep. is for yeah. industry professionals. Yeah, good, yep. good for you. And that's great. But that. you didn't have a ton of responsibility. It's because the accountability and responsibility that comes along with being paid. I think that's yes. a big deal, right? That, that's 100%. Because if you let Cosette jump off that six foot table on a ceramic tile floor <laughs> and you can't be fired, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Who is accountable and to right. whom? Exactly. Yes. Right. And th- and this is the issue. So PAC was created, you know, back in you know 2014 or whichever. The brainchild of Susan Briggs from the the Doggers and Charlotte okay. Biggs, formerly of the IBPSA, uh, now with the Doggers. But uh, they they sat down and and in, in in the industry we've always been hoping for this, but nobody actually wanted to do it. You know that situation well, it's because it's tricky. Because it's tricky. It's, it's like every, it's every industry, and there's there's so many variables. That's what I think is wonderful about animal lovers is that a- animal lovers are the original um, original inclusive people because they, by definition, right, they love something that looks nothing like them, right? You know, right. Um, and can't really talk to them in the way that that most people do, right? And so. You have there's so many variables when you talk about animal care that coming up with a fair and um, administrable set of um, minimum um, standards is really tricky uh, because because internationally international. I mean, then you added that that layer almost impossible, right? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Yeah. So, so that, that, I think that's a laudable, um, an admirable accomplishment, just coming up with standards that can be fairly and appropriately administered, but then to have it become like a legit program, um, over the last five years is incredible. So how, so how many, um, uh, so what are they called? Like if, if you have, I guess you're certified, is that? Yeah. We get letters too now. (laughs) (laughs) We have legit letters. <laughs> so if you're so so the the professional would be then referred to as a PAC certified professional. Is that right? That's right. Okay, yep, a so PAC certified many professional. PAC certi- How many PAC certified professionals currently are there? We have about two hundred in the world. Oh my god! Yeah, I think so, that's a so ton. For example, here in I Canada, do, uh, no, but seriously, I think that is a ton because it's not e- it's not an e- it, it's not an e- it actually adds credibility to. To the certification, if it's not easy, I think that's I think yeah. that's great. Is that required, Jason? You could yeah. you can open a you, dog because you want tomorrow. to prove your professionalism, and and it's just yeah. going to raise the level of of all. And I think the goal is to raise the level of animal care worldwide. And I think this that's is right. uh, you know um, 
going to, yeah, to do that, right? I'm very happy to say, you know what? I, I will help anybody. I will educate anybody, all of that. So we want to make it so that the norm is PAC certification mm-hmm. or independent third-party certification. So it's the expectation. And that's the expectation. Right. And you know what? Pet parents should be able to expect that the people caring for their pet know what they're doing. We saw they, that passion they, come out a little bit. We saw we're, it. We're seeing it. <laughs> I I, it. We're want, feeling it. We're hearing it. Absolutely. I want the pet parent to go in and say, are you certified right. to do yeah. this for a living? So in Canada, yeah. I am one of only two people certified at the operator level. I'm the, one of two people certified to operate a kennel in, a kennel in Canada. Wow. And that I say that there's some degree of pride. Should but be. There's a ton of fear. Right. Yeah. Well, we got, we got do to you get know how many kennels out, right? are in Canada? Yeah, right. and there's only two of us that are actually certified right. to do it for a living. Well, and but that, and that's the thing. But the but but it, it it's difficult because if if pet if if pet owners pet parents if if they're not asking for it in a consumer driven industry, then there's there people professionals. They may not be aware of the program, but after your time in the chat room, hello, right? Um, and number two, if if it's not necessary because pet parents aren't asking about it, right? They're not going to do it, you know. And, and when you hard. ask pet professionals, you say, "Why aren't you certified?" They're like, "I'm full all the time. Why bother?" Right. What? It it's not about being full and make. It's about cleaning up our industry. Right. Mm-hmm. So if everybody that is qualified. Like yep. really qualified and educated is certified, then I'm very happy to let all of the other ones who got into this business for the wrong reasons fall by the wayside and go bankrupt. I'm very happy to, to see that happen. Okay, so here's you know, my question then, because we're going down we're going down a trail here, and um, I uh, we we try to be very fair. So here's my question: with your not with not you, Stephanie Shipley, but with PAC, because now yep. you you your role in PAC is as the I'm the chair. Chair, right? Yes. Okay, we're not bringing schleps into the chat room, right? So the chair is the chair of PAC. What is the approach for someone who fails to achieve certification? So, what if I I've been working in the industry? I didn't know you existed. I didn't know, or I didn't know any better. But I find out about it, and I say, "Oh man, I'm going to do that." And I apply, and I get my credentials approved. I have all the hours that are necessary. Um, and I sit the exam and I fail. Mm-hmm. What happens then? You can try to take it again. Okay. You Does, can absolutely try to take it again. It's, it's going to be a different exam. It's, yeah. it's going to be different questions. There's going to that this exam is a living exam. We're constantly writing items that are being scrutinized by PTC. So you can, you can take it if, and we do have people fail every time. It's not an easy exam. I'll be honest, because if it but was, you should, it, but people should fail, right? Like, should. I mean, right. some people should right. fail, or else you, there's no point in the exam. Right. right. It um, would just be a cash grab, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. Pay me your X number of dollars, and I'll give you some letters that's, after. That's then the club. It, it doesn't yeah. mean the club, right? That's right. That's right. right. Then that's just a purchased membership in a group, right? right. So, exactly. But so, but is does anything happen in an effort to um, kind of reach the hand down to help that person to raise up their standard like is there a program for that yet and there may not be because 2016 is not that long ago um right. for pack to be in existence and so maybe that so, 
hasn't happened yet. You got to remember that in order to maintain our third party status and independent certification, we cannot provide education. Oh, good. We point. cannot educate. Good point. We can point people to valuable sources of education. Right, but okay, but, I think but that's, that's the same thing. About. Yeah. yeah. Hey, right. listen, you didn't you didn't do what right this time. Here's here's what you're lacking. Go right. learn. Uh, we can't help come you, back but here you, you can go here, learn, and we'll be more than happy right. to provide you with another opportunity um, uh, to, to try again. Okay, yep. perfect. And, and we do facilitate. We have webinars that we bring yep. guests on uh, oh, that do education great. webinars. We can't okay. do it ourselves, but we yeah. can facilitate. Right. 100%. We have a okay, PAC study group on Facebook. <laughs> awesome. So if you're planning, like you can reach out to other people who are studying. We have an online practice exam that you can take oh. in preparation to see your areas of opportunity awesome. and strengths. So, you know, if I'm not really good in, you know, the, the pet first aid CPR area mm-hmm, of it, mm-hmm. may, where should I go here? I go to the PAC website. I see the resource list. I say, Oh, I take that, you know, I take that pet first aid CPR course so I can brush up and prepare for the exam. We're very happy mm-hmm. to help you prepare, but I, I just can't pack in order. We protect that third party status because we're the only ones. So yeah, but I didn't, I didn't even process. think about that, but you're right, because then otherwise, so, so that's appropriate. But I guess that's what I'm getting at that Dr. Jason brings up is like, yeah, we know you can't, you can't educate, but you, like, I guess what, what I'm wondering is, do you just like leave that person out there in limbo? Like, well, no. you failed. Maybe you should pick it yeah, up. So right. You know, no, no, well, like we no. reach out and we get, we get all of the scores and, and stuff uh-huh. like that. So we do the, the data analysis of it and we would reach out to that person and say, Hey, you know what, why don't I put you in touch with a friend of mine in North Carolina okay. who took that exam and maybe they can help you pre- better prepare for the next time you take it. You can only take it. There's three, two week testing windows a- annually. Uh-huh. So you can take it in March. You can take it in June. You can take it in November. You can't just take it the next day and keep trying that. And I no. think that's legitimate too, because you have to realize Again. there's some remediation that's necessary, right? Like, right. You can't just, oh, just not, all of this is great. And it sounds, may sound harsh, but it just lends credibility to once, once you su- successfully pass, it lends a ton oh, of credibility. Man. And it right. sounds like you guys have worked out and really thought this through uh, and have all of the stuff covered. We just need to get the word out. Yeah. Right? We just need to yes. get it out there. That, hey, this, this does exist. Um, and it should exist and, and maybe should have existed before now, but here's what it is. Let's get the word out and get everybody mm-hmm. certified. You know, and, and it, you know, the message I would certifiable. say to the, the pet care providers, the people working in the industry, again, if you're good at what you do and you know what you're doing, take two hours and go and prove it and join that group of people who say right. it's mm-hmm. important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a pet parent, start asking for it. Are you certified? Right. That's what I was going to say. So, so as a pet, like as a pet, a pet owner goes into a place, how, how, like, how do they know? Because here's the thing. So what if I live in like, like a rural area, like you're talking about, and I got like two choices for boarding kennels. Okay. And one of them, like my sister's cousin's nephew's daughter, like doesn't like, and there's a situation. So can't go there. So now I'm down to one. And if I go in there and I say, are you guys certified? And they say, no. I'm still going to board my pet there. What are they yep. going to do to my pet? But you know, you know what, what I, mean? like, I would say? I've already I would inquired. Say to that kennel owner, would you consider it? Oh. Like, are you certified? No. Would you consider it? It's important to me. Okay. Right? It's important to me, the pet parent, because we just don't. And for me, I will only ever refer to other pack certified individuals. Mm-hmm. I will. That's, and, that's and tricky clients, in Canada, apparently, right now. If, 
very much is. We have some providers. Uh, we have funny. some yeah. providers. Um, we actually had uh, a local animal shelter um, just sit for the the pack exam in uh, in June of this year. They will be the first provided any of them successfully pass, pass the exam. They, they will be the wow. first animal shelter uh, employees to, in the world to to be pack certified. To be to be certified. I mean, there's no other certification. So to be certified, no, there there's none. Stop. And again, I think that's interesting. So, so yeah, you know, pet, I'm gonna, pet owners have to be the drive, like you said, Dr. Kendra, drive it's it. a consumer driven industry for sure. And if we can't get out there for, for, um, the people, you know, the pet owners and the pet parents to come out and yeah. ask for it, you know, they, they have, they have to know it's there. So we have to get the word out to say, Hey, listen, there's a certification hundred percent. We do it everywhere else. I mean, you wouldn't send Jason, you have children everywhere, even your, mechanics, right? There's ACE, right? there's all kinds of certification yes. uh, situation. Like, and it's a big deal. Even I don't know anything about cars. I'd rather go to a certified place than a non-certified place, especially if I know that well, the certification is a big deal, right? And here's the issue in our industry. And here is the fundamental. In- there is an assumption that yes. if you're doing this for a living, you are certified. Oh, I was going to ask you, do people assume that's a government-driven they, situation? Right? They, they no, that, Jason, in, in the U.S., 100% people, like if you yeah. like people that come in to the exam room, right, to see me, yeah. um, they presume that the kennel next door, which is a totally independent business that we have nothing to do with, zero. I've never even been inside of it. They presume that the veterinarian owns that kennel and right. runs it. And walks and over there every five minutes like, to check on stuff, right? Yeah. I've never, like, we have nothing to do with it. And, you know, they, so it's, it's very interesting people's assumptions about what goes on in the pet care industry. Um, and, and so, okay. So, so we need pet owners to start to become aware and start asking about it. Um, and, and kind of demanding it. Like we always say, like, if you don't have it, demand it. Right. Um, so, so we need that, but, um, and we're going to get like, you'll be in the show notes, people like the links to like, wh- you know, where is PAC, what is PAC. And, and if you want to get more information, don't worry, we're going to give you all that information and we'll say it at the end. But um, I, I guess kind of for me, if, if I'm just curious, can you share like an example of like maybe a section? Cause I'm sure it's broken down into sections of, mm-hmm. of knowledge. Right. So for example, like what is one, like one or two things um, just off the top of your head that uh, for example, you know, as a certified provider is going to be well aware of. They are going to be tested on animal husbandry, animal care. Uh, they're going to be tested on animal husbandry. Common. Does not mean they're certified to marry dogs to each other. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, or they're cats not ordained. To each other. <laughs> they're not ordained. They're not ordained. <laughs> but animal husbandry, the, all the things that go along pro- with providing care, so feeding, right. caring, feeding, but does they also have to be well versed in communicable diseases. <gasps> diseases. Uh oh. You know, they have to know <laughs> the difference jam. between zoonotic. <laughs> Diseases versus yeah. not how fomites. Uh, Great, you know that that you have to know Saying how the fancy words. transmitted. Right, you have to know. Like, if you had a case of giardia, yeah, like how is that a big deal? Well, yeah, it's a big. And how do you get <laughs> rid of that? Like to keep other pets safe. Um, yeah. What do you do in emergency situations? There's a bit on nutrition. There's a bit on um, processes. Staff management expectations. Uh-huh. 
Like how should you conduct yourself as a professional in this industry? So did you have veterinarians that had input on that? Well, I I don't know that you were involved in the creation of the standards, but um, do they, do you have veterinary input? Are the standards kind of evaluated? You said it's a living dynamic test. Are the standards evaluated every couple of years, every five years, every, how does that work? The standards and the, the current test questions and the upcoming test questions are evaluated every six months. Oh my gosh. So we okay. take a look at that new things that come into the industry that mm-hmm. maybe weren't prevalent three years ago. I mean, if we're going to ask our people to maintain their, their certification through ongoing education, then should yeah. the test reflect that? Yeah. Right. So we do consult, we get a little bit of pushback from the veterinarians. Um, really? You know, like, that, well, so what is, yeah. what do you, for, for what reason do you think? Um, I Cause you know, we know, know some, so. Well, you know, there's a couple of cool ones out there, but um, not many. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I love our local. I love our vets. I love yes. our vets. But I don't think they see pet boarding, daycare, train as um, as crucial to be certified as they do the, the, the medical side of things through AHA accreditation. Like this is very similar to race certification to put it in the vet world. So if there's veterinarians, like you have AHA accreditation for the, for the hospital right. and then people who work at the hospital can be race certified. It's, yeah. it's similar to that. So, but we find it hard to, to get veterinarians to partner with us to help submit exam questions. So usually I'm reaching out or some of our board members are reaching out to veterinarians who are friends of ours to look over yeah. some of the questions. Got it. Yeah. Um, but wow. we're trying now, as as the current chair, we're trying to reach out to the ABMA, to the CVMA, yes. to uh-huh. maybe have a booth at one of their trade shows, uh-huh. at one of their annual conferences, to uh-huh. raise awareness, because we'd like to see veterinarians um, supporting the fact that certification is important. Yeah, and so I mean... It, 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 I'm sort of surprised they vets, don't, right? right? Like, Aren't it, you, Dr. Jen? Yeah, I am, I Jason. I don't know that like, no. I know, but I even if vets know about but it, even even if they know, it, like even if they're aware of it, like I or unaware of it, standardization and some method by which you determine certification for capability and capacity, I, I think veterinarians inherently would would uh, would be open to that, right. especially because I, I don't I I don't like to see pets that come to me from a pet care facility that has had problems less than ideal like, standards yeah. right like so I, maybe I wanted... we'll put the plea out to the vets mm-hmm. like why can't we have the vets start asking the pet care facilities to get certified yeah i like this vet's going to start now that i now right. that i know about it 100 percent. i'll go next door for the first time ever well, what, what's really say... important what's really important is, is, <laughs> is veterinarians uh and any any professional anywhere and anything you know they really they don't want to put their their reputation their name say hey go do this unless they they know about it. And it sounds like That's once right. they learn a, a little bit about yeah. PAC, they'll understand that, man, they really ha- this really isn't a join the club situation. This no, is a, no. a stringent, uh, you know, standard of care. It's going to help me in the long run. It's not just going to be willy nilly. So I think all of the stuff that you talked about, we kind of go, wow, that's hard, right? It's good yeah. that it's hard. And I hate to say this. It's good that people don't pass every time. I mean, yep, you hate to do that, but it's it, that's actually Great. Um, it adds credibility. Um, and it so just legitimizes the whole process. That's what I've been looking for all the whole time. Legitimizes the whole process. Um, and it's not like, you know, 
my best friend is just here yes. to join my club here to get Correct. 20 bucks or whatever. It's really because there are unfortunately those sort of organizations out there, not necessarily in this industry, yep. but in, in the animal industry, there and is, they have and, their role. They're called member organizations, right? They member have their organizations, role, right? And, you and, get and your they provide information, but they don't card. provide any sort of accreditation. And I think accreditation yeah. is right. really important, right? I mean, we work really, really closely with the IBPSA. Right. Um, Carmen Rustenbeck was one of your previous guests in yes. the, in the we, chat room. We love Carmen and the IBPSA yeah. here no, in the chat room. She's, she's fantastic, and yes. they do. Fabulous education. They do. Fabulous, and fabulous in fact, education. In fact, you'll see a couple of us there. Well, I'm sure Stephanie, I feel like you're I feel like the pack will be large and very present at the IVPSA conference. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, are you Dr. doing the pet care conference? Dr. In Jason this year? and I will be there in early. You know, speaker. Oh, okay. So, so we will all be uh, raising a glass um, together. But yeah, so if you, so if you want more information, if if you are a pet care provider in the industry and you want more information, um, Stephanie, where where can they go to find more yeah, information about PAC? Our our social media is very very active on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Our website is uh, PACCERT, so P A C C E R T dot org. Okay. And there is actually a tab at the top specifically for pet parents. We what? recently, yeah, Amy Hillis, our vice chair, recently created a little checklist that pet parents can print off and go into a facility and ask all of the right questions and measure those facilities against each other. Okay, so veterinarians, um, listen up. That's your key. You're going to go print that absolutely. out and you're going to give it to every new pet owner because there's a bazillion yep. of them right now post-COVID. And you're going to say, yep. now that life has returned and you're saying, what do I do with this dog now or this cat or this bird or whatever? Uh, you're going to hand them that and say, you're going to take hand this. Hand them that. Yep. You're there's a spot for up to three. You can tour three different facilities, make all, ask all the right questions, and then tally up a score and see which one comes out. One of the That's questions funny. is whether they are certified or not, whether yeah. they have pet first aid and CPR certification yeah. or not. Okay. Um, so there's that. There's a there's a, a a video on there directed towards pet parents, educating them about the how do you know whether your pet care provider is actually qualified to do this or whether wow. they're just hopeful. So there's a, yeah, there's a right which is the case they're they're hoping that somebody might be certified right. um, or know what they're doing yeah. so there's a there's a whole tab up there for pet care professionals exam preparation how to prepare for the exam and then there's okay. a whole link on just just for pet parents okay. and my mission as the chair here in 2021 is to get to the pet parents the pet professionals have had five years to jump on the back of the truck and if they've chosen not to, they've chosen not to. But now I'm looking at the pet parents right. and say, we've all had our chance as industry professionals to, to get on board. Yeah. Now the pet parents. They're driving the truck. It. Well, they're, they're driving the truck. I mean, they're 100, right? 100%. They're going to be the one driving it. Um, Their yeah. pets deserve better. Right. Than, right. And, and we as pet care professionals in this industry yes. have an obligation to clean it up and keep it clean. Keep it clean, so, friends. Fantastic. Can you give us the website one more time? And yes, we'll, yeah. we'll put it in the notes, but one more time. Yeah, absolutely. It's P-A-C-C-E-R-T dot org. Perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah, and, and if you have a question about the process, you can email us here um, at chatfieldshow.com, info at chatfieldshow.com, uh, or Jen or Jason at chatfieldshow.com. We will get the question answered, um, and we may answer it 
in the next episode. Who knows? But if we do, if we answer your question in the next episode, there will be a package of show swag coming to you. Swag. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So I, I just, I'm just, I, I love this. This, this, this is why we do the show, right? Chase is because. Right. No, this is one of the, this is great. I, I had no idea. None. Um, I had no idea there were such, Which, I mean, I knew there were passionate people involved in right, pet care, but right. it's meeting Stephanie. This has just been fantastic. Um, yeah. And, and, and hearing about all the good work that, 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 yeah. that they've done. Uh, I mean, it really is fantastic. And you guys have done a great job. So we have yeah. such a committed board. You, you uh, must. We do have a pet like, parent. Yeah. We do have a pet parent on the board. They keep us grounded, <laughs> right? To make sure that yeah. we are reflecting what the pet parents actually right. want and, and what they need. Right. Yeah. And they need assurance. And this is how you give it to them. Yeah. That's wonderful. So, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stephanie. It's been really fantastic. I hope that you'll come back. Um, oh, I'd love to. Because this is this like, is like a, a dream. Whole... This is a dream for me. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, so you've probably seen your subscriptions go up lately because I have been sharing and sharing and sharing. And and if a pet parent, by the way, if a pet parent out there is wondering if if the the facility they use is certified, they have a certified person there, there's a directory right on our website. You can go and search your state and see who is certified in your state. That's wonderful. that's Make wonderful. your decisions. Make educated decisions for your pets. Oh, I love it. And so, pack. Make educated decisions for your pets. I love it. Uh, so, that's it. Dropping some real knowledge in the chat room. That's Stephanie Shipley. I'm Dr. Jen the Vet. And I'm Dr. Jason. And uh, we hope to uh, like uh, have you guys join us again for some incredible stuff in the chat room on the next episode. Can't wait. This episode is sponsored by Full Bucket Veterinary Strength Supplements. Use promo code CHATFIELDS to receive 20% off your first order from Full Bucket Veterinary Strength Supplements.